Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. The Me Too month of May continues on The Movement. My name is Shannon D. Hughes, and you have officially joined The Movement. Let's give out the phone number right away. I have two special guests. I want to get right into it right now. 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. International, where I see people have been tuning in internationally. I thank you. We have a number for you, 001-480-398-1405. Let me just get right into this. This woman is a successful top producing realtor, investor, best-selling author, speaker, coach, and founder of Shake It Up Now. I found this lady on social media, and I have just admired what she's done from a distance. Let's just get right into this. My first guest here on The Movement today is Julie Sands. Hello, Julie. Hi there. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on your show, Shannon, and congratulations for all your success. I'm really, really happy for you. Well, thank you very much. You're contributing to it by joining my show today. So, Julie, let's get in and right into with you. I want very first question. What is Julie Sands' why? Tell me what your why is. My why is women and bringing passion for life, passion for business, and passion for developing a successful home, successful kids. That is my why. That is my passion. And that's why I do what I do every day. Where did that come from? Where did, where did this, I'm sure it had to be from the family. How did that, you know, come, where did that percolate from? Tell me. Well, I was, I was raised by a single mom. My mother had three girls. And just watching my mom work day and night and trying to keep our home uh, as one unit and keep me and my sisters together and give us love and attention. And, and not only attention um, as far as a mother and, and giving her children attention, but giving us the attention that three girls were going to need in order to be raised successfully and, and do something with their lives. So that's where that stems from. You know, I'm very, very passionate about helping women to do what my mother did. And, you know, she was a hard worker and she was very strict. And my mom was a no mess around, uh, no, no, she wouldn't beat around the bush for anything. Right. She said it like it was. And that's, that's really where my passion stems from. It's from my mother's uh, upbringing of me and my sisters. Now I had both of uh, now I had both of my parents. Obviously, you see, we had a single mom. So let me ask you: Was it tough, Julie, uh, growing up with just the mom? And then had you you say yeah, uh, two other siblings? Was that tough on you coming up? You know, it really was because I was the oldest, and my parents divorced when I was two. And in my book, War Dad you'll read that my father came back to Vietnam with PTSD and he was, he was, a, he was a heroin addict and an mm-hmm. alcoholic and he lived a life of crime. He was in and out of jail. So having that um, following me and then being raised by a single mom and then being the oldest of three girls, it was very, very difficult. But I knew that I had to be my best for my sisters because my mom was always working and she, was, she wasn't there all the time. I was right. there. I, I received them when they got home. I did homework with them. I gave them their bath. So I knew I had to be the best version of myself for them. So, yeah, it was really, really difficult. 
So you were almost like, even though you were big sister, Julie, you were almost like a second mother when your mom was out doing what she needed to do to put food on that table, correct? I was. I was. Yeah. And that was that was difficult on me because I was just trying to make it. I was just trying to make it through the um, trauma of what my father was putting me through. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of uh, was a lot on me to be be a young girl. Yeah. Right. Right. So let's let's if you don't mind, let's let's delve into your father a little bit. And I you you wrote the book War Dad, which I purchased. I don't know if you remember that. I purchased that book and yeah, I read thank it. You. it. It's 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 <laughs> an easy that. read and I really, really loved it. And I'm not saying it because I'm on this ra- on this online radio. It was a great book. So tell me what drove you and I you gave us a little bit of it. Just give give us a little more. What made you write that book? You know, I was I was sitting in my living room on my living room couch one morning watching Good Morning America. And we were talking, they were talking about the soldiers coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq. So this was, this was a few years back. Okay. And um, they, I, I remember seeing uh, the soldiers coming into LAX, Los Angeles International Airport. And I thought to myself, you know, they have no idea. Their families have no idea what these soldiers are going to come back looking right. like, talking like, acting like. They have right. no clue. And the reason why they have no clue is because no one talks about it. No one talks right. about the after effects of war. No one talks about the effects of war on your children and the legacy that that leaves through generations. So I knew that I had to bring my story to the world, but bringing my story to the world was also going to require me to literally Right. It felt like I got a knife and I stabbed myself and I opened wounds and right. I just let myself bleed. It was very difficult to write that book. There were nights where I cried and cried as I wrote chapters, wiping the tears because I couldn't even see the screen. And I had oh. to wipe the tears and keep typing. Very, very, very painful. But I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad that that book, that little book has changed so many lives. And not only change lives, but it's yes. opened the doors of conversation. And Thank people you. are talking about it now. And, and that's something I'm very passionate about. So that's why I decided to write the book. I knew that there were going to be other girls in my situation that needed help. And I wanted to give them that help because there's none out there. And I think people are scared to talk about it. That's why these problems still exist. You're absolutely right. And oh, by the way, that's a best-selling book. I should have said that, so I apologize, Julie. Let me ask you. When no, the book that's was, okay. When, no, um, War Dad, War, uh, Hey Real Estate Lady went bestseller. War Dad, I'm actually going to relaunch War Dad. Um, okay. I'm hoping to do it this month, but if not, I'll do it by the end of summer. I want to relaunch War Dad because what I didn't know is when you go with the publisher, they own um, the artwork and, and different things. So now I know what I know. So I'm going to relaunch okay. that. And, um, hey, maybe I'll be on your show again to, to um, talk about that. There won't be a maybe. You will be on the show. So let me clear that right now. Um, <laughs> let me ask you, when, when, the book, when the book was released, what did your people close to you, your family, think about the book, if I may ask that question? They were mortified. I never told anyone what I was going through. I kept it a secret, and I suffered in silence. And I just want to tell your listeners right now, Don't ever suffer in silence. No matter what you're going through at home, do not stay silent. Tell someone, get help, look for it. I was so embarrassed and so humiliated um, with what I was going through because my friends weren't going through what I was going through. And if they were, they weren't talking about it. 
And I was not going to tell people that my dad was a heroin addict, that he was in and out of jail, that on the weekends when they were going to the park and having a good time with their family, I was going to the prisons to visit my father. So, you know, that's not something we talk about. I grew up feeling humiliated and embarrassed and, and I suffered in silence. And so that's one thing I would say, you know, do not suffer in silence. Did you ever talk to your mom about how you felt, you know, about dad being in jail? Did you ever talk? Did you just, like, I know you said you suffered inside. Did you ever think about going to her and saying, mom, this is hard. I don't, I don't, you know, have you, did you ever talk to her about that? I didn't. And the reason why is because my grandparents, my father lived with my, with his parents, my grandparents, and I have never felt love like I felt that my grandparents gave me. They loved me more than I could have ever imagined uh, that, that word having, the power of the, that word. And so I knew because okay. of how my mom was and still is, if I told my mother, I would never see my grandparents again. So I didn't want to sacrifice not seeing them. I needed them. So I never said anything to my mother. Wow, that is, that is, yeah. that is amazing. And I don't well, recommend actually, that. I really actually- don't. Yes, it's hot. Well, you know what? The, the theme of this month called the Me Too Month of May, part of it is the suffering in silence type of thing. And then people are scared, scared to talk about it. And in the third segment of the show, when I have you and uh, Janet come on, we're going to talk about that a little bit. But you're absolutely right. I think that lines of communication has to be open, but someone has to step to the forefront. You clearly did with that book. So my hat is off to you on that, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So we're actually up against our first break. So I'm going to put Julie on hold and we're going to come because we're going to talk about her shake it up now in the third segment. But when we come back from the break, I'm going to have Superwoman number two join us. And her name is Janet Rodriguez. And we're going to talk about her journey as well. And then I'm going to bring all the ladies back for the third segment. So everybody stay tuned. We'll be back on the movement right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at SDHughesEnterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired.
You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. We most certainly would like to hear from you, and that number will be 866-472-5795. Please visit the show's website, ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We have previous episodes on the website. Um, there's pictures of me all over the place, and there's a contact tab. We can go in there and purchase my book. You want to be a sponsor of the show. There are plenty of things on that website, so go to ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. Woo, Julie left us a, a trail of glory to follow, and this next woman will pick that baton up and run. Oh, where do I start with this lady? So, she is the CEO of All Access Events. Uh, she also has on radio shows, executive producer, and, and also a Spanish, Latin uh, television and radio show. I don't know what, I think her and Julie in the weekends must save the world on the weekends as a superpower team. These two ladies are fantastic. So, now I will now bring on as my second guest. Janet Rodriguez. Hello, J-Rod. Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm so excited for this opportunity. And more importantly, I am so proud of you for creating such a platform to speak on topics that you cover. It's just phenomenal. Well, thank you very much, Janet. And you know checks in the mail for saying that, so I appreciate that very much. Thank you very much. All right, Janet. So I was, I was, I'm going to start with you like I did with Julie. I want you to tell me what was it like when you got started to give me a little background on Janet Rodriguez. Well, um, how I started my event planning company was kind of um, forced, uh, unfortunately and fortunately, because I was in the medical field and I had been in the medical field for 14 years and, you know, working for an organization for so long, you feel that, you know, that's home. And one day I show up for work and I find out that I um, no longer have a job. I was laid off along with 1,600 other people. Oh. You know, this was during the economy when the economy was bad and the recession right. you know, hit and people were losing their medical benefits and so forth. So right. I um, was laid off. And um, being a single mom and a homeowner and all that fun stuff, you know, I was my world turned upside down. I didn't know what to do. And I I talk about it now and laugh and say, you know, I was in my jammies for two weeks. I didn't eat. I didn't shower. I was so depressed. (laughs) Right. So, you know, and then after that, I just decided, you know, it's time. It's time I get up and figure this out. Put my big girl pants on and let's figure this out. So um, I had been planning, you know, weddings and quinceañeras and events for my friends and for my job for so many years. So I decided to start my own event planning company and, you know, everything else was history after that. So that was your passion. You just decided to go after your passion. Is that fair to say? Yeah. And you know what? I decided that um, I wanted to do something that I love to do. And then more importantly, I wanted to do something and dedicate, you know, my time and my energy and, and everything else to something that no one could ever take away from me. You know, yes. nobody could ever lay me off. Nobody can tell me that I didn't have a job ever again. It was completely going to be up to me and my efforts, and I signed up for that. So, you know, the passion of, of being in control of my own vehicle is what moved me at that point. I think a lot of people are fearful of doing that. I think lots of people are so stuck in just doing the 
the mundane everyday thing and it just seems like you just say hey i'm gonna go ahead take the bulls by the horns and just run with it yeah you know and it is scary being an entrepreneur and a business owner is very scary you know you determine yes. your wealth every single day however yes. if you you know I always say this to my friends. I said, if you drive your vehicle looking at the rearview mirror, you're not going to get anywhere. You're either going to hit something or you're not going to get to your destination. You can glance at your rearview mirror a couple of times, but you've got to look forward and you've got to see what is in front of you and go get it. Get to your destination. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, so Julie gave me a little back, gave us a background about her upbringing. Give me a little up, up, upbringing about, about you. Okay, um, I um, married um, really, really young. I was also raised, like Julie, by a single mom who was an entrepreneur. She owned um, very successful beauty shops our whole lives, so we didn't really have, you know, the structure of a warm, cozy home. Our life consisted of being raised in a beauty shop, so my mom had to, you know, take us to the accountant and take us to, you know, Costco, and that was really our life, so really that's all I I saw, you know, um, growing up. And then when I married um, really young, I now have a 26-year-old daughter. And he, my, my husband, who also passed away, I, um, he was also an entrepreneur. And so I kind of was always in that mix. And so as grateful as I was to have a job, I, you know, couldn't stay still. So I had to kind of follow with what I knew and, and, and that is start my own business and, you know, fight that every is- single day. That is awesome. That is awesome. Um, now, Janet, as, as I was laughing when I was putting together you and Julie's bios, because you guys have so many accolades, so many things that you do. I literally, this could have been a book that I could have put together with just with the <laughs> stuff that you all have done. And I'm so impressed. So now we, we talked about all access events. Let's talk about your clothing line. I still have to get my hat, but I'll talk about that off the air. Talk about your clothing, talk about your clothing line, Janet. Yeah, my clothing line um, was created. Now, I have been designing my my own clothes for many years only because I have, you know, a certain way I like to look and feel and things like that. And I found that I could never really go shopping and take something off the, the rack without getting it altered. So I've always, you know, had um, my hands in, you know, getting my clothes altered or created for me. But the name Love Life by J-Rod came about when I lost, when I tragically lost my husband uh, in a car accident. And, you know, I realized then that we're here today, but we're not promised tomorrow. So as tragic as as life can be in in certain circumstances, every day is a gift. And so um, I named my clothing line Love Life, and um, I designed clothes for um, specifically curvy women who, you know, have trouble finding clothes. So my dresses are designed for you to put it on, feel good, it grabs you nicely, yet you look classy and professional and all that other fun stuff. And hopefully I can impact women who, um, you know, need need a little boost and feel better. <laughs> oh, oh, I know you will. And I've seen some of the clothes that you were posting on social media. I have no doubt that it's going to take off. That's, that's just amazing. All right. So now let's talk about your other ventures. You have a radio show, which I actually called in a couple of times uh, before, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, last year and in your television network. Can you give us a little info on that? Yeah, absolutely. So I um, co-host on a couple of different platforms. One, the one that you called in was a dating a relationship uh, show and segment that we do once a month. But what I'm really, really excited about is um, the launch of an expansion 
of Universal Broadcasting Network, UBN. And yes. so I've been with them for, you know, co-hosting or producing for the last two years. And in the last um, three months, we have successfully launched UBN Latino. So um, this, we have found that the Spanish community, you know, is a little behind at times in terms of Internet and radio and digital media. Okay. So um, okay. I found a platform where we can come out and, and you know, create sh- certain shows for the Latin community and, and have a voice for topics such as, you know, what you offer as well. And, and so I'm really excited about that. So I co-own that network and I am, um, you know, um, just, you know, overwhelmed with, with the type of um, feedback that, we've, that we're getting because of the content that we're bringing. So that is super, super exciting. Wow. What don't you do, Janet? That should have been my next question, but I'll skip that question. <laughs> and I, had, I was reading over your bio and you were the director of Special Olympic World Games. Uh, talk about that experience. Oh, wow. So that was absolutely life changing for me. I bet it um, was. We, it was. It was for the World Games um, here in LA, 2015, and we had over 7,000 athletes from all over the world. You know, um, special needs. However, we, you know, look at them and we, you know, we treat them as special needs. But every single one of those athletes, Shannon, it was amazing. They mm-hmm. come here, they came to us looking at us like we had issues. They were excited about life. They were excited about their sport. They were excited about everything that they did, and they had no concept that they have a disability. So looking at them and experiencing their life and, and, and their attitude really made me realize that I will no longer have anything to complain about. You know, these, these right. um, individuals are just happy for existing, you know. And so I was able to... Um, to gather up a lot of different sponsors. I mean, we passed out shoes, you know, to, to athletes from other countries that had never seen a pair of shoes a day in their life. Yes. You know, so that was, that was awesome. And then hearing aids and glasses, and it was just a phenomenal experience. I, you know, still am involved indirectly with the organization because it, it truly is life-changing. Wow, that is, that is absolutely amazing. So how does Jen and Rodriguez balance all of this because I'm getting lightheaded thinking how Janet does all access events and she does, you know, I know you've spoken on occasion and you've done a, how do you, how do you balance all of this? You know, (laughs) (laughs) there was a pause there. I I can't wait for this answer. (laughs) Good question. You know, um, my passion really is what moves me every single day, you know, being an example to my daughter, being an example to, you know, the people that I love and that look, you know, that sometimes look to me for energy and direction. You know, I feel like I, I'm always having to be on. And then, right. to me, sleep is so overrated, so I don't need much of it. I just need to, you know, I've got some goals. I have some some, some dreams and some, you know, some, some things that I have to accomplish. And so, you know, why stop? You know, so reality is if you find what your passion is and whatever it is, whether it be fitness or, you know, church or spiritual belief, whatever, find right. something that moves you and that wakes you up and that drives you every single day and then not let anything. And I mean, people, I mean, situations, I mean, places, I mean, anything stop you from going after your passion. All right. Preach, preach. I love it. All right. So I asked Julie was the first question I asked Julie. So I'm going to ask you, even though you've kind of answered it, I'm going to give you uh, let you kind of uh, answer it again. 
So Janet Rodriguez's why is what? Life. All right. Life. <laughs> Shannon, it's got to be life. I mean, right. you know, my purpose is life. Being able mm-hmm. to, to, you know, lighten somebody else's life even higher, you know, or if their light is them, raise the right. lights up. So just yes. life. Wow. That that's yeah. simple and that's simple and to the point. I love it. Well, Janet, we're gonna go to a break because I want some extra time because I'm gonna have both of you on here in the last segment. So we have Janet Rodriguez, uh, CEO of All Access Events, and in the third segment, I am going to bring Julie back on, and the three of us are gonna have a discussion, and I'm gonna ask him some questions, and we are also taking calls eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. Please feel free to email the show for these talented, beautiful ladies. Uh, Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We would love to hear from you via email or phone call. So we will be right back with both of my guests after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795, or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. And you just heard the wonderful read, 866-472-5795, 866-472-5795. And now here's the most difficult part of the show because it's the last segment of the show, and I have both of these talented women on, Janet Rodriguez, CEO of All Access Events, and Julie Sands, CEO of Shake It Up Now. Ladies, thank you for joining me in this, sec- this last segment. Uh, so I have a few questions to ask the both of you, and we're going to start with Janet on this. Same question. You two being Latina women, 
in your industry. I'm sure you have seen some, maybe some growth, maybe you have not. I want you all to explain to me the importance of being Latina women in what you're doing. So let's start with you, Janet. You know, um, being Latina should not be a crush, you know, a crutch. Um, I right. think it's a blessing. Um, Latina women are, first of all, very beautiful. <laughs> and Amen. women in general have <laughs> women in general have so much power. You know, we have to make sure we go and we get the education and do the research and, and definitely know what it is that we're talking about. So when we walk into the room, you know, we, we get and we demand the respect that we deserve. However, every woman, Latina or not, understand your worth, know your beauty, and, you know, let's put it to good use. Yes, yes. Julie? Uh, you know what? Being a Latina in, in these times that we're in, I think it's fabulous. I think it's fabulous in general for women. That right now is, is a beautiful time to be a woman. And for me, a beautiful time to be a Latina woman. We're raised to kind of take the back, um, the back seat and, and we're raised to support our husbands and our kids and be the mom in the house, the woman in the house. But I right. think that right now, this time that we're in, we need to teach Latina girls, Latina women, Latina uh, uh, moms how to take back their power and how to yes. come to the forefront of these days and really show what we can do and what we have done. And we're lacking that. We're lacking leaders in that. And I'm excited to, to be one and to start this movement. Oh, I love it. And that's why this show is called The Movement, just for stuff like this. Um, Let's go a little serious for a second, even though I think we did with the last question. Um, so last week, ladies, my guest was Nia Wardlaw. She was an she is an African American female pilot, and she represents less than one percent African American females in that industry. And one of the questions that I asked her, and I'm going to pose it to the both of you today, I asked her what was troubling, if anything, when she got started in her field, and she said it was. A little bit lonely because she didn't see anybody that looked like her. Well, not a lot of women in the field. Sometimes you're kind of off to yourself to try to figure things out because you're different than everybody else. So my question to you, both of you, but I'll start with Julie. Was there ever a point when you got started being an entrepreneur of being, you know, not a lonely period where you just kind of was kind of, you know, not people not wanting to reach out to help you and you kind of felt a little lonely and maybe decided you wanted to maybe move on to something else or did that ever happen? So I'll start with you, uh, Julie. You know, I would say um, what I experienced was um, kind of almost that Me Too movement. Oh, thank God nothing actually happened to me. But just that, you know, being a Latina and we are spicy and we are beautiful and we do command a presence when we walk into a, to a room, but right. being Latina, there's also that stigma that, you know, we're supposed to be doing something else. We're not supposed to be leaders in the entrepreneur world. We're not supposed to have our own businesses. Um, you know, that, that, that physical attraction that you might experience from someone else and, and you're walking into right. a business meeting with, with your, with your board meeting your board director had on, and they're looking at you differently. I'm very right. lonely because there are no other Latinas that are coming together and saying, hey, let me support you. What are you doing? Um, so, yeah, very, very lonely and also at times very scary. Um, you know, what do I wear? How do I dress? Should I wear this high heel or this right. low heel? Um, right. You know, I don't want to look too spicy, if, and, and I'll use that word loosely. Right. Um, 
So, yeah, you know, it is lonely and it is scary. And nevertheless, you have to push through and you have to make it to the other side. And once you, once you establish your reputation and once you establish who you are and present yourself that way, people have no other choice but to accept your message and accept your presentation, period. Amen. Preach on, uh, Janet. You know, Shannon, I would agree with that. Lonely is um, is a good way to describe it, but that, you know, again, it can be also in a general form. When, you, when you're not um, like everybody else and you exclude yourself from everybody else because you don't think like a normal individual, and I mean by that is, you know, I, don't, I, I am allergic to negativity. I'm allergic to, to drama. Yes. So when you right. exclude yourself from that already, then you're looked upon as being weird. And then when yes. you're weird and here you are starting your own business and taking right. a risk, you right. know, and taking chances and, and, and isolating mm-hmm. yourself because you have dreams and goals and so forth. So then that's when it becomes, it becomes a little, a little, you know, um, a little lonely because my, my girlfriends couldn't understand why I couldn't necessarily travel with them or go out with them or do, you know, I have yeah. things I, I don't get a regular paycheck. So I have to work in the middle of the night or I have right. to get up early in the morning. I have to do what others are not willing to do so I can win. So that, that in itself was different. But then also Shannon, very early on, um, I was hit, I was hit with a roadblock and it was somebody who I really trusted and, and I respected Okay. You know, um, used that to his advantage and, and propositioned me, you know, something to where I, you know, could have went that route. And he was he was offering me, you know, an easy way to become successful. And he wanted right. me to, you know, essentially, you know, have sex with him. And then he would right. he would be willing to give me, you know, business and things like that. So it can be very, very difficult. But again, if you know what you bring to the table, you know your worth and yes. you lay out your platform as such and you do not settle and stay within your path, then it's a party and there is no need to be lonely because you, you are happy within yourself and you, again, know what you bring to the table and you're good. And then now those same people that thought you were weird and this and that and the other are all like, oh, my God, Janet, oh, my God. You know what I mean? And I, right. and I, and, you know, I like that. And, and you know, I, I don't believe in, in turning my back on them now. I, I actually thank them because they were the reason why. I was a little bit more motivated to prove to them that this is why I'm going to be weird for a minute. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> so that, it's wow. all in the thinking. It's all in your attitude. You have to be different. Amen. You have to be different. And, and the entrepreneurs are different, so they have to stand out. They're not trying to fit in. So I agree with yeah, both right. you ladies on that. Right. It's um, that 1%. Correct. Uh, gotcha. You know what? Um, let me add. I think... Think you guys have kind of both answered it, but I am going to ask it again. Julie kind of led me into it. Um, so we, you all both know, um, you all both know why I have, I'm having this month um, because of the my. This is like my small contribution to the Me Too movement. Um, I know it's nothing big on a grand scale, but I'm just sickened by the the garbage that goes on. So. My questions to the both of you, and I'll start with Janet this time. What would you say to a woman that is going through 
this plethora of nonsense that's going on, not just in Hollywood. We all know it's in every profession. You all, you all have, you know, Janet, you experienced it. The Julie, I'm sure you've heard stories. What would you all say to a woman? And what is your thought about the empowerment of women in this, with this type of issue that's going on? I'm going to start with you, Janet. Thanks, Shannon. You know, um, I'm a little sensitive to that because just like Julie said, you know, when we're getting ready to even go to a meeting or attend an event or something like that, there's an entire process that goes behind the scenes about what we're going to wear. We don't want to deliver the wrong message. We don't want to lead anybody on. You you want to feel good. You want to feel sexy and look sexy, but you don't want to lead anybody in the wrong direction. So what I would say to, to women today is, You know, be conscious of all of that. Absolutely. Because of the society we live in, we must be aware of our surroundings and we have to be conscious of that. However, don't compromise who you are. And if you need to walk in feeling a certain way, acting a certain way, then bring it, girl. That's what I tell, you know, everybody today. But again, know your worth. Do not settle. Because I'm in Hollywood, we call it the casting couch. The casting couch is very, very real, and it doesn't have to be just in Hollywood. It can be in corporate America, but know your worth. Do not settle. Do not compromise your morals because you have to live with you. You have to look at yourself in the mirror every single day, and you have to own your choices that you make. So in my particular case, I walked away from that. I turned it down. And I am so happy I did that today because where I'm at today is from my hard work, my sweat, and nobody, nobody can tell me different. Go ahead, Julie. You know, you know I, I, that is really, really good, Janet. You're absolutely right. Um, and I would say, you know, uh, piggyback off of Janet, be you. If you yes. want to wear the higher heels, if you want to wear red high heels with a nice black pant, whatever, be you. If you feel like wearing red lipstick that day, be you. And when you're being you, just remember, be you at a higher level. That means in your words, in your presentation, in the way you dress. You know, you don't want everything falling out. You know, be you at the highest level possible in your words, your actions, and your attire. And also value yourself. So when you go into meetings with people that you don't know, and, and you um, are bringing your business to a company, uh, yes. value yourself and know right. that you are presenting yourself at a high level and make them comfortable with your message. So no matter what they're thinking of you, you're going to present yourself in a certain manner and they need to get comfortable with your presentation. And that's, to me, how you avoid the Me Too situation. Yes. You stay away Absolutely. from them by presenting yourself differently. I agree. I agree. And that can be said for everybody. Uh, you all have kind of articulated it, but I'm going to ask this question. Being Latino women, we'll stay with that theme here for a second. You all have spoken out at events before, um, and I've seen some of your exploits, and, I, and, I, and I'm proud of the both of you. Tell me what it means and how proud you are to be a Latino woman when you're standing out there and you're speaking for whatever it is that you're doing. I'm going to start with Julie this time. You know what? It, I, I'm actually, I, I sometimes I can't even believe my life and I can't even believe that I'm allowed, that I have the privilege to speak to hundreds and thousands of people. I just, it just blows my mind. And being a Latina, it, it, it even makes it more special because I grew up 
with the um, Cesar Chavez movement, with Chicano power movement. And, um, you know, where I grew up, you know, the woman was supposed to be in the kitchen. So for me to be on a stage, for me to be, right. you know, on stage with, with high-powered people, it, it just blows my mind every single time. It just blows my mind. And it, I'm so proud, and I'm so grateful, and I'm so blessed that God gave me this stage. And I promised him... Uh, and I and I still in my prayers every day. I say, you know, I am not going to, um, I am not going to dumb down, for lack of better words, right now, dumb down this opportunity. I'm going right. to present myself in the highest manner, and I'm going to make every Latina woman proud to be a Latina. That's my goal. J. Rod. Amen to that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Being a Latina, you know, I'm so proud. My mom, you know, was an immigrant when she came to, to America and, you know, entrepreneur and everything like that. And, you know, just it, it's a beautiful thing being able to speak, you know, the language that a lot of people speak, being able to, you know, um, give back and, 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 and just be, you know, I recently uh, spoke uh, at a college to um, about 2000 young girls. And, uh, you know, today it's not what it used to be. Young Latinas are very thirsty and very hungry for education yes. and, and direction and, and empowerment. So if I can just be a little seed to something like that and be an example to, to some of these girls that, you know, didn't have or don't have a direction or don't have an example to look up to them. You know, that's why I do what I do every single day. Do you two Amen. ladies think, do you two ladies think that businesses, I guess in general, and I asked this of my guest last week, could do a better job in like welcoming diversity um, to you know, whatever it is. I mean, obviously, you know, and I'm not afraid to say you see a lot of white faces out there and I have, have a problem with that. But do you think a lot of the industries could do a better job showing we're welcoming diversity, you know, women, you know, men, obviously different colors and everything. Do you think that, that they could do a better job at just welcoming diversity? Uh, Janet, let me start with you on this one. Yeah, absolutely. But again, Shannon, I think it's all perspective. Because right. if we walk in, you know, if we walk into anything or in any type of situation or a project or whatever, we walk in thinking that we already are behind the eight ball or we already are looked at the second chance, then that's okay. what we're going to get. So I right. normally and typically tell my friends, walk in there like that is yours. You own it. Go get it. It doesn't matter if the white girl over here or this girl over there. Just go get what is yours. So you know, even don't even look at your color. You know what I mean? Just yes. Own it. You know, yes. and so if you continue to put that energy into your own brain and into the universe and so forth and so on, then people will follow. People will Absolutely. follow because they see you, you know, acting like it is what it is. You know what I mean? So, so yes, I do agree with you, Shannon. But at the same time, I, you know, I don't, I ignore that. I don't even look at that because I know what I bring and, and everybody else should too. And, and people will just have to start adapting. And that's what I thought you said. I know Julie's going to say amen, but Julie, the floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I am so tired of waiting for corporate America, for yes. corporate media or mainstream media to pick yes. up the Latino family 
and really highlight us in commercials or at least give us some dang parts. You know, I am so sick right. and tired of waiting for that. So I, 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 the way I see it is like, Janet, you got to go out there and get yours. You got to make it happen. If they're not doing it, then you do it. You make it happen. You bring it out there. And when you're, when you're spewing a real life, real talk, downhearted message of right. the Latina woman experience and the woman experience in general, they're going to follow they, because they're thirsty for it. So forget mainstream media. Forget who is including us, who isn't. I'm so tired of that. Go get yes. your own. Go create it then. All these Latinos that are working in Hollywood, then let's do something about it and stop talking about it. Go get right. yours. And that right. is my, oh, my gosh. That, is, that just, you just struck a nerve, Shannon. Let me tell you something a little bit funny, Shannon. You know, where okay. we shoot, where you being Latino is located, it's in, you know, in the studios of Hollywood, Gower Studios and Sunset. Um, okay. One of my show, my show that we're taping this week, they asked if they can bring in a 12 piece mariachi to their show as a host because it's, it's a Mother's Day special. I said, absolutely. They said, well, it's during the week. Okay. You know, we shoot right in between a scandal upstairs and how to get away with murder downstairs. And I said, I don't give wow. a rat's ass. It's a, excuse my French, <laughs> it's about time these folks up in here listen to mariachi music. <laughs> Let's do That's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna have to put their show on pause <laughs> you see oh you see God. you don't get yours you create it they'll follow <laughs> and for I mean, those, the that can happen they'll come to send security and say lower down your music okay we can do that for a little bit but, but you know let's do it and, and for those That's who are awesome. listening, we also entertain here at the movement. So thank you for that, Janet. I love it. All right, <laughs> ladies, um, before before we we're, we're getting kind of close to that, what I want to do is have each one of you give a message, in not, not only to Latino women, but just a message. And what would you say uh, to a woman that is just trying to push you? Just give me a message, uh, just really brief. And then what I want to do is just talk about all the ways that people can contact you and get a hold of you. So, um Julie, let's start with you. What would you say to a woman right now that is trying to be an entrepreneur, going through stuff? Just put it out there. You already have doing the whole show, but I want more. Come on with it. Number one, do not quit your job. Do not quit your job. If you want to start a catering business, you want to be a speaker, you want to write a book, whatever it is you want to do, and you want to try and break free from your nine to five, do not quit your nine to five until whatever you're doing is making you more money than what you're making at your regular job, your regular nine to five. That's the first thing I would say. A lot of women, they just flat out quit. They have no medical insurance, no benefits, nothing. And then they find themselves thinking. So do not quit your job, number one. And whatever your passion is, you want to get paid for it. So while you're working, it's going to take all hours of the night, especially if you're a mom and you have kids, one, two, three o'clock in the morning, and then you got to get up and make sure the kids are good, whatever. But Figure out how to begin your passion, begin your business, begin your side hustle um, away from your nine to five and start building on that. Don't be afraid to, to jump. Do it afraid. Do what you got to do to get that thing going and up and running. And only until that's making you more money than your nine to five do you quit. That's my number one advice to women entrepreneurs or any entrepreneur in general. Amen, Janet. Um, I would say that I agree with that a little bit because you cannot 
steal second base with your foot on first. So Hello. I would say, I would <laughs> say, you know, do what you have to do, collect your chips, take a risk, you know, eventually, um, not, you know, wait necessarily too long. Cause you know, by the time you, you think about it, somebody else already took off with it. So I would say, you know, if you give your job eight hours a day, and plus driving time here in LA, we drive one one you know an hour, two hours sometimes to get to oh, the job. Yeah. So, if you give somebody else ten hours of your time, your day, right. you have to at least do double that for yourself. In other words, do mm-hmm. your research, read a book, meditate, pray, work on yourself twenty four hours a day because you deserve that. Yes. Oh my, oh my God! Well said. Well said. So. I want you guys to talk about all your accomplishments. So, Julie, let's talk about this. Give me brief synopsis on both your books and your speaking engagements and all of that stuff and where people can contact you. Okay, so my my actual trade is real estate. I'm a top producer. I uh, made it to the top 7% in the nation for Berkshire Hathaway. Um, I've flipped, flopped properties. I've been up. I've been down. Um, I was a franchisee for El Pollo Loco out here in Southern California. Um, I had a cleaning business. So I've been in all aspects of the business world. And now um, I'm also a published author and a published uh, best selling author uh, worldwide. I have War Dad by Juju Sands. I have um, Hey Real Estate Lady, Are You Rich Yet? Which is my second book. I also yes. have three other anthologies I was in. Um, and, and my company, Shake It Up Now, we teach women how to make six figures in their business and still be successful at home. And that is my passion. That's what I do. Do you want me to give my contact info now or not yet? Fire away, Julie. Okay, so I'm reachable through all social media, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at It's Julie Sands. So at It's Julie Sands on all social media. And my website is www.juliestands.com. I'm very easy to reach. Glad to hear that. Thank you very much. All right, Janet. So same with me. Um, all Access Events on all social media is All Access Events, LLC. My clothing line is Love Life by J-Rod. It's the same thing. You can find me on all social media. And then UBN Latino. We stream live. We are so excited because we recently just got picked up by iTunes, iHeart, and Spotify. So wow. people will be able to wow. listen to our shows on our phones. We are so, so freaking excited. So you be a Latino <laughs> on all social um, media. Oh, oh, my God. I can't believe we were able to get this in an hour. You two ladies are fantastic. Um, but I actually do have time for one more question, if I may, with you two ladies, if that's okay. I'd like to get in one more question for the both of you. Sure. What, what is your end game? What is your, like, I know, shake it up now, Julie. I know love life, Janet. What's your end game? I want to start with Janet. What is your end game? Um, as crazy as this may sound, mm-hmm. I don't have necessarily a plan because I, I see myself dying trying. <laughs> I love so, it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love it's, it. If it's, <laughs> once I conquer these goals, I know I will develop new ones, and you just have to keep moving. If you know, I meet so many great and interesting people every single day that you know humble me and want me to do more, and I want to do more. So I don't really have one, and I'm okay with that. I 
on, you know, list, I just go. You know, that's basically how I look at it. I love it. I love it. And there's nothing wrong with that, as we've discussed this whole hour. Uh, Julie? You know, Janet, oh my gosh, it is so funny that you said that because I was thinking of this quote that I heard on somewhere, uh, social media, and it says, Lord, when my time is up, I want to have used up everything you gave me. I don't want to have anything left. And that's my end game. Whatever, as much as he gives me, I want to use everything up. I don't want to leave anything on the table. I want to reach as many people as he's going to allow me to reach. And I want to bring hope to them and and faith and let them know that life can be good. So that is my end game. I want to use up everything God gives me and not have anything left when I go. Oh, my God. Right. And that's why I say sleep is so overrated. You know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And until then, oh there's my a God. lot of work to do. That. I see the same thing. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. I, I see the same thing. Sleep is overrated, you know girl. I, that's right. Totally. Yeah. And you know what else I do, Shannon, is I purposely put my slippers underneath my bed far enough where it forces me to get on my knees every single morning and say, thank you. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I have another day to play. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And if yeah. everybody's listening, now you know why I have both of these ladies on the show. I want to thank <laughs> Julie Sands, CEO of Shake It Up Now. Please go pick out her, both her books on Amazon and Janet Rodriguez, uh, all access events. Please reach out to both of them. Ladies, I humbly thank the both of you for coming on, and I'm going to close this show out with a motivational minute based off of what the two of you have said. I hope I can back up what you all have just said. So, so Julie says, shake it up now, and I like that because you have to shake things up to get things going because think of 007. He says, shake and not stir for his martini. See, you can shake everything up, but you must stay the same. When say not stirred, you stay steadfast in your dream and do what you need to do. You keep doing the same mundane stuff every day, you're going to get the same result. That sounds like the definition of insanity. I won't, read, I won't repeat what that definition is because you all know what it is. And then Janet mm-hmm. just said, love life. You only got one. God made no mistakes when they made you. All your imperfections are perfect in his eyes. Get up and go conquer the day, go conquer the world. You are not a victim. Right. You are a victor. I want to thank both these ladies for joining me on the movement. Tune in next week when I have Allie Ferguson, uh, financial guru, fitness trainer. She is great. I can't wait to have her on. Janet, Julie, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you, two ladies, for joining the movement. See you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad 